0: it's a sad tuesday here really is i just saw across the headlines eddie van halen probably one of the top five greatest rock guitarists of all time 65 years old passed away sad uh, in in any aspect and particularly sad for rock and roll um with us today we've actually got commercial break friend eric sherman also though you know media uh music mogul uh behind vh1 classic uh, working with Poison, Motley Crue, you know, Steven Tyler. This is a guy that knows rock and roll in and out and certainly um, has Halen stories to talk about and experiences with Eddie. Thanks for joining us. It, it's, it's incredibly sad day.
1: It's shocking. I mean, we had all heard that he was sick and not doing well, but you know, you, you know, you, it was on Twitter and you see Eddie Van Halen trending and you don't want to think the worst, but oh my God, it was, I'm, I'm in shock too.
0: You know, the three bands I just mentioned, boy, it, you know, if they had some influences, and I realize that Aerosmith and, and, and Halen were almost c- contemporaries, but certainly Motley Crue and Poison were not um, of, of early Halen. Talk to me, what is your sense from within the rock and roll community on how
1: they viewed Eddie Van Halen? Forget rock and roll for a second, but look at the guitar. Look at the instrument itself. And you can, like just a handful of people that have been innovators on an instrument you could probably make a steady leap from Les Paul to Jimi Hendrix to Eddie Van Halen. Get Santana in there. Get, get
0: uh, I, I think you need to throw Derek Trucks in there. Uh, in terms <laughs> of guys that were changing the, the style and adapting what they were influenced on, Guy, I've got a little, uh, uh, little quiz for you. What would you, what do you. How do you define, what is the, the industry term attached to? what 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 eddie did on the guitar on the neck of the guitar you know what that's called being not the rocker that you and eric are probably would be that's what we call tapping um and 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 again arguably eddie didn't invent that in fact steve hackett from genesis is you know reputed to be the guy but um you know he took it to another level and 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 that created a style um that was unequivocally tied to halen
1: what would you say that's fair eric absolutely i mean you look at you know any of these, you know, major bands today, I don't care what genre you're in um, you know, the guitar, the, the way people play guitar in music today is, you know, really in so many ways traceable back to Eddie. And, you know, Eddie before, you know, before, Run DMC and Aerosmith came together. I mean, Eddie Van Halen, remember, you know, that lick on beat it. Totally. He, you know, he crossed over to so many genres and just such an innovator you were
0: allowed to listen to that within my group of friends because of that lead. Otherwise you are going to be, you're going to be drummed out of the group. But, but um, there's no question that, that, that was crossover. There's no way to define what the style was of Van Halen, right. As a band, it's kind of like Zeppelin. Um, they, they, they weren't heavy metal. Uh, they, they certainly had an edge to them. They certainly had, had, had chops that were heavy metal, but
1: there was pop, there was classic rock. I mean, they, they transcended a category. They created the category. We were kind of going back and forth, oddly enough, on Twitter the other week, you were, you were talking, last week you were talking to your wife about who's the better lead singer for Van Halen. Incredible. You said Dave, your wife said Sammy. And I said, "Sammy's a much better singer. Dave's a much better frontman." Right. That was two right. different bands. I mean, you know, most even though they started with Roth, they were actually more successful with Hagar from album sales. It's all a little
0: eerie and and strange that I was having this conversation on Twitter uh, two days ago. We were driving out to the house and my wife and I, look, if, you, if these are the kind of fights you get in, uh, if these are your worst fights in marriage, and and we were almost swinging um, as we're listening in the car, the kids are in the back. You know, we're we're listening to, I think, uh, you know, it is, um, it's blocked over, by the way, gents. So you get, you know, we're getting four or five tunes uh, of Van Halen together. And we got some Van Hagar. Uh, I don't think we got any Gary Sharon, thank goodness. But but it was Sammy versus David Lee. And, and, and I said, you got to be kidding me. Um, and so I threw it out to the Twitter sphere, uh, and this was uh, a, an impassioned response by people. It's just sad that uh, you know that is that is uh, strangely coincidental and, and coincidental and kind of sad. So, Eric, I, what's what was the dynamic in the band, the original lineup? I mean, I'm sure you hung out with those guys or knew a little bit about it. I mean, there's so much been written, but you know, somebody who's on the front line says so speak to what went on in those
1: Van Halen days with David Lee, the Van Halen brothers, and Michael Anthony. It was really you know, three different camps. There were the Van Halen brothers, you know, Michael Anthony was doing his thing, great bass player, great back, background singer, and there was Roth. And I don't think their visions ever kind of aligned. I think when Hagar came in the group, there was much more of an alignment and uh, just as far as, you know, musical styles. And remember, Sammy Hagar took some guitar pressure off Eddie Van Halen in the sense Eddie wanted more keyboards, Eddie to do so much but look you know the the original Van Halen imploded because you know if you look at David Lee Ross first thing after uh he left Van Halen was California Girls that cover (laughs) and you know a movie crazy for the heat he was you know much more of a showman is much more of a showman than a rocker where Sammy Hagar is just a rock guy. Although
0: through- Yankee Rose was such a bad Halen ripoff, and Stevie That's- Vi's is a great guitarist, but I mean, it was like, what are we listening to? It it totally was was a ripoff of Halen. But we'll we'll save that for another day. Uh, you know, I, it it it. Uh, but I I think the influence. And again, think about the world that Halen came out of, and talk about this, Eric, the, the Sunset Strip. In, in the, in the mid 70s and, and really Van Halen didn't really break through till 77 or so. Um, so, it, what were these guys like? What was the scene like?
1: You know, it was before the big hair explosion of you know, of the eighties. I bet you had big hair. Because you got great I, hair now. I never never had the big hair. I was I was a I was a suited Viacom before they let me become cool. So are you
0: disappointed you never had hair? Because you know, I, I think in
1: hindsight we all wish we had teased it a little bit more. You know, growing up in West Virginia, I probably wouldn't have made it out alive. So I'm I'm happy, you know, with the haircut I had. No, it was all right. they broke through the, the really cool rock clubs, but you know, these were you know. They were from Pasadena. They weren't, you know, they weren't L.A. guys per se. Yeah. Yeah. Jan Van Halen, their father was a musician. David Lee Ross' dad was, I think, an optometrist. I mean, they're very. They came from a very, you know, different background than you know one might think. But. We can't
0: talk about uh, uh, Eddie Van Halen without talking a little about a little bit about my girl Valerie Bertinelli, who, um, I mean. Every that's everybody's girl next door, Valerie Bertinelli, and it seemed like it was a marriage that that from the from for a long time actually worked.
1: Their son Wolfie, supposed to be a great. I you know I met him a long time ago. Great kid, and you know well accomplished musician himself in his own right. I think he's putting out a solo album soon. Um, but yeah, there was like you know one of those fairy tale tale marriages, and they remained friends uh, up until up until obviously the end of his life and. It's you know we also have to talk about his substance abuse issues because that was you know, you know very big part of who he was you know he was in and out of uh, you know he talks about this uh, uh, different you know different issues of substance abuse and you know other cancer struggles he had before this so you know he was it wasn't an easy life for him
0: yeah I want to get your top five Halen songs um, but before that Eddie was famous for wearing those overalls without a shirt on underneath and I'm just wondering. I would imagine you were doing something like that, too. You ever done overalls kind of topless, maybe with one I mean, of the straps I was, I was, off? I was thinking about yeah. doing it for the show tonight, and I'm going to post my five top Van Halen songs cool. on the Twitter. But real quick, before we got to get out of here, Eric, yeah. there's that urban legend that Eddie used to play with his back to the stage because he didn't want people
1: copying his style. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's true. Can you speak to that real quick? He absolutely did that in the early days. You know, they, it's funny. There's There's two big urban legends. There's one's... And, you know, shows you how smart Eddie and the guys in Van Halen were. One, yeah, he, he kept his
0: back. Sorry to interrupt you. You're not talking about the urban legend of uh, Rod Stewart
1: on stage. Not that one. I'm, I, I was right. talking Sorry,
0: about... Sorry, keep going. I, I'm, I'm already we'll getting We'll save that answer. for after Sorry.
1: hours. You know, yeah, he did have his back turned. And uh, that was, you know, he was... What he was doing was revolutionary and he didn't want people copying him. The other thing was, you know, there was, he was such a perfectionist about the stage show and the technology and everything and it had to be right. We've all heard the story of the brown M&Ms. The story of, you know, there, you know, or maybe you haven't, there's the story that backstage there was supposed to be a bowl of M&Ms in their dressing room with all the brown ones picked out. And people think that was just them being jerks, but they put it in there so they knew the promoter read through the rider and made sure that they had everything that they needed because, if they walked in and there were brown M&Ms in the bowl, they know they didn't read it. So everything they needed to go out and do a great show might not be there. Guy's contract for
0: commercial break is he needs to have a soy latte backstage. I still haven't gotten it, so it's clear you haven't read it. We got to get out of here, Tim. But we'll, we should get Eric back on, and maybe we can do a longer version of this because I think it's worth talking about the life and times of Van Halen and Eddie Van Halen. Tune into the podcast on Spotify and, and Apple Podcasts, and we'll get into this. We'll get our top fives. Eric Sherman. Thanks a lot. Sad day. We'll talk to you soon.